Before we begin, if you like what you hear on the Tin and J-Man Show, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and go ahead and click subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We encourage you to interact with us and keep up to date with the Tin and J-Man Show on social media by liking our Facebook page and following us on Twitter and Instagram at Tin and J-Man Show. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the Tin and J-Man Show with your hosts, Tanner Lee and Josh the J-Man Mont. Monday night. You know what that means. Another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show on the ISC Sports Network. Episode 221 to be exact. Post-Super Bowl edition. The yes, Tan and J-Man Show. The 2020-2021 NFL season has officially come to a close. Yeah. Like we have said many, many times, NFL went all the way through without having to cancel any weeks. So, That's shocking. I got to give a round of applause to yeah. Roger Goodell. Man. Very rarely do I do that, but uh, <laughs> not going that far. He uh, this season went about about as well as he could probably mm. hope for. I, I believe just the fact that they got all the games in. I mean, is an accomplishment in itself. Um, but I mean, there were some hiccups along the way. But they got yeah, through. there were going to be hiccups. You know, like Tuesday night games, Wednesday yeah. night games. Like we said, they never had to cancel. Mm-hmm. Um, a week, so that's that's pretty impressive. Yep. But uh, better let everybody know <laughs> the the and Jamin show is brought to you by Like It Is Every Week, the Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand tossed pizza, hamburger tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, the Damn Landing is the place to be. The Damn Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Mantle that focuses on freshness and quality. Of course, you got the damn smoke, which is available on the weekends and features barbecue steaks. In addition to those, uh, you can wash down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including constant rotation of the be- today's best microbrews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Taking the fantastic views of Lake Manitou in their beer garden or outdoor bar area, whether it be by, I was going to say boat or wheels, but you don't really want to travel by boat right now. You know what? I saw a guy out on the lake uh, snowmobiling today. What? Yeah. So whether it be by snowmobile or by wheels, damn landing is the place to be. The lake wasn't completely frozen over as of Saturday, so. <laughs> That's uh, pretty risky. Yeah. Pretty gutsy, I'd say. Yeah. He was flying. Like the time of his life. But uh, located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. Yes, I'm sir. sure a lot of people got some pizza and some wings from, from there for uh, Super Bowl Sunday yesterday. Their pizzas, phenomenal. Wings, phenomenal. Weather is not phenomenal. Nah, but, this weather is uh, uh, for the birds. It'll be summer soon enough. For the birds, but it will be summer, spring, then summer soon enough. Speaking of spring and summer, it's nice golf weather. Not Tan today. And, no, <laughs> spring and summer is not today. But the Tan and Jamin Show is also brought to you by Circle 15 Golf. Circle 15 Golf is a brand focused on bringing tour quality products and experience to the everyday golfer. Built on 25 years of tour experience, Featuring the Genesis Glove, the most durable and comfortable glove available in the patented Glove Hub, the first and only glove humidor on the market. Find them and more for information at circle15golf.com. Mm. Ready to uh, not be educated. I mean, <laughs> this will educate you. Yes, it um, will make me sense. learn. It'll make you what, learn what if, something, well, what if I whether you it? already knew it or you didn't. Okay. But uh, birdie bogey time. 
Since the NBA-ABA merger in 1976, who has the most 20-point in 20 rebound games in an NBA career? Wow. 20-point and 20 rebound. Mm -hmm. This guy has 50 more than the second guy on the list. He has 50 more than the second guy on the list. Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC, fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mentone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblegnomellc.com. Get your veggies. That's what I was waiting on. <laughs> I was waiting on you to do that. So... You just so, want to start with Super Bowl? Yeah, let's start Super Bowl 55. Um, came and went. Surprising result. Yes, in a sense that I think the score was much further um, apart than we predicted. Well, um, I thought if, if, if it was going to be a blowout, it was going to be Kansas City blowing Kansas out City. Tampa yeah. Bay. Of course, I wasn't shocked at all. I don't think Tanner was shocked at all that Tampa Bay won the game. It was just March no. victory. Um, how good did Tom Brady look last night? He threw did he throw four touchdowns or three? Three. Two okay. to Gronk. Gronk threw or Gronk caught two. And Antonio Brown caught one yes, as well. Yes. Um absolute domination by a Tampa Bay's defense. Todd Bowles put together a phenomenal game plan. Um he kind of switched up his whole scheme where he blitzes a lot. He didn't really blitz that much at all. And uh he relied on his pass rush, which I said Last week, if Shaq Barrett and Jason Pierre-Paul do the exact same thing they did the previous game against the Green Bay Packers, they have a very good shot to win. They set a Super Bowl record 29 pressures in, um, I don't know how many times he dropped back, 50 times maybe? Uh, That's insane um, to get that many pressures from your defensive line as well as linebackers as well. Um, And they just completely dominated the game. They set the tone early. Yeah, I of course – I'm a Shaq Barrett fan. He used to play for the Broncos and was a pretty good pass rusher for the Broncos, but uh, I understood why he left. He wanted to be an everyday starter. He's got that chance with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, led the league in sacks last year, and had a heck of a game yesterday. Like you said, he and White were getting in there and putting some pressure on him. And Mahomes, without his Eric Fisher and his – what's the right tackle's name? That is the right tackle. Or the left tackle. Um, That – was it that – Tardif, the because Le- the backup that was playing one of the tackle positions was the same tackle that started Super Bowl Fifty for the Panthers. Oh, when the Broncos were able to get around okay. them, so uh, yeah, I was just really impressed. I mean, I wasn't. This didn't come to a shock. I mean, Todd Bowles' defenses are always are always good. Yes, so that didn't come to a shock, I guess. But uh, I hadn't seen Patrick scrambling around and trying to evade the pressure like that in his NFL career. In every single one of his dropbacks, he ran. A combined 497 yards. It's quite a bit of running on those drop. I mean, every single time he dropped back, it seemed like he'd have to roll this way and then he kind of rolled out. Almost had covered to... five complete football fields. Yeah. Well, end zone to end zone, I guess a complete football field is 120 sure. yards, but you um, know what I mean. Yes. But I mean, that's just insane. Um, Tyreek Hill didn't do anything. They completely shut him down. Shut him and Kelsey down. Yeah, I mean, until the very end. Kelsey got good numbers, yeah. but he had a couple drops. Uh, they really needed a third weapon, and they didn't get much from the running game. Uh, they just did not play very well. It was the first double-digit loss in the 54 games of Patrick Mahomes' career. 
Um, and it had to come in the Super Bowl. And they, I would say they got absolutely embarrassed last night. Yeah, no, they definitely got embarrassed. And like Mahomes didn't get too much help from his guys. Uh, every time it looked like Kansas City defense did something, there was a penalty. Yeah. Um, a lot of penalties. Uh, some were probably, eh, maybe shouldn't have been called like a holding defense, a holding way away from the play itself. But uh, they just kept shooting themselves in the foot. The big yeah. play was the offsides. Huge, which ended yeah, up giving the them the first goal. down. Yep, that was big, and uh, I kind of knew uh, Kansas City was in trouble when they stuffed Tampa at the one yard line on fourth down, and then didn't do anything yep. with that on that drive. And there was another huge penalty. Uh, Kansas City boomed the ball deep on a punt and pinned them inside the twenty-five, but there was a hold, and uh, so they uh, accepted the penalty. Uh, Tampa Bay did and pushed them back. I think half the distance to the goal, and then Townsend shanked it. That ended up being like almost a forty-yard um, field position difference. Uh, that was a huge play in the ball game too, because it was still a really close game at that time. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, you know, I wasn't hurt by the result at all. I mean, I'm not a Tom Brady fan by any means, but I'd rather him win his seventh, like he did last night, than Kansas City win yet another one, win back to back. But um, seven Super Bowl titles out of ten appearances, man, he's. If anybody out there was going back and forth, whether he's the GOAT or not, going into last night, I think uh, you definitely got your answer. I saw a question posed on Twitter from Dante Stallworth, actually. Is he the GOAT of the GOATs? Jordan won six. Uh, Brady's won seven. I mean, you have Tiger Woods in there. Serena Williams has won 23 Grand Slam titles. And you got Michael Phelps. You're right. He only gets a chance to compete every four years, years. and he won a ton of gold medals. So I don't know. I wouldn't go that far. Of the three major sports, I would absolutely say he is. It's it's hard to really argue he's not. Yeah, he's um I don't think he can touch a Jordan in a popularity branding, but no, not like, nobody close. will. He, um well people don't like Tom Brady anyway. You're right. But, but uh yeah, he I mean he's definitely the best quarterback of all time. There's no more ifs, ands, or buts about that. There nope. wasn't going into last night, no. but I'll go on record and say he wins at least one more Super Bowl before his career's over. How many more years do you think he'll play? He says he wants to play until he's 45. He clearly hasn't lost anything through 40 touchdowns this year. Well, they're um, going to be uh, – you got to think Tampa Bay is the favorites to win the NFC. I know I Vegas yeah. called them the favorites with the Packers right behind them. But let's 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 give some early, early looks at next year. Who are some teams that you think can compete for the AFC and NFC next year? I don't – I still don't see a team really – competing with uh the Kansas City Chiefs. We, uh, Chiefs are here, but who's on that next level down? Who's I mean the Bills, you got to think they're the Bills still won 13 there. games. Uh you have to think that they'll be there again. Um you have Baltimore right there, which is still young offense, a great defense. They need to Does get Does Cleveland Larson. take that step? I just to get right I there with Baltimore. Don't believe in Baker that much. Um I mean you look at the AFC West, maybe the Chargers are a team that could potentially with Justin Herbert. Um, he played so good down the stretch at the end of the year. Maybe they make a step forward. Uh, the Vegas Raiders don't believe in them. Broncos need to f- figure out their quarterback yeah. situation. Um, I think, I mean, Dolphins won 10 games this year, but I'm worried it was kind of a fluke. Can it be consistent? Drop down, back down to seven and nine, eight and eight. Uh, it all relies on the quarterback, to be honest. Um, yeah. I mean, Colts, if they go out and get a quarterback, they'll be right there again. Yep. But, um, also, my my dad texted me. Uh, Bill Russell had eleven championships in thirteen years, plus yes. two in NCAA championships and a gold medal. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, I agree. I, I I can't argue with you too much on the AFC side. The NFC side, yeah, I, th- I think you got Tampa Bay up there. How could mm-hmm. you not? I think in Green Bay, I think they're there. New Orleans, unless they get a really good quarterback somehow, I think they're out of the conversation now. Um, Rams, we'll see what Stafford can do. Right. Um, Seattle, I don't know. I don't know. They're they're hard to figure out. It sounds like teams have been asking them if Russell Wilson's available no in a trade, and they've told them no way. <laughs> yeah, you think uh, that Houston would get a haul for Deshaun Watson. Imagine what the Seahawks could Exactly, get somebody Wilson. that's a proven winner. Deshaun Watson hadn't proven he can win anything. Not. I think he's an extreme talent. I think he's got potential to do great things, but he hasn't won yet. Um, NFC, I I don't think the Bears. I, I just, I mean, they're probably the odds-on favorite to land Carson Wentz yeah. right now, which the asking price is ridiculous. I saw today that uh, they're supposedly wanting two first-round picks from the Bears as well as Roquan Smith. Carson Wentz for Roquan Smith straight up would yeah. be a bad trade for the Chicago yep. Bears, um, let alone giving up two first-round picks as well. It's asinine to think somebody, um, a team would want Carson Wentz at that insane asking price for one, let alone, I mean, you have his uh, contract situation. He hasn't been good in two years. Um, you don't know what you're going to get from him. Maybe surround him. Maybe it's a change of scenery type thing. But a change of scenery is not worth two first-round picks, let alone adding in Roquan Smith. So. Yeah, um, so I, I now think the Vikings. I mean, no. they need a bounce back year, but and I don't see anything anybody in the NFC East. <laughs> Where's Dak Prescott going to end up? You think he ends up back in Dallas? I think they franchise tag him if they can't come to an agreement. Um, watch him hold out. He, he wants a four year deal. They were going to give him a five year. He wants four year. It'll be interesting. Cowboys kind of screwed him over because then he blows out his leg. I mean, compound fracture. Yeah. Um, pay him what he's worth. I think he's a solid NFL starting quarterback. A lot better than a guy like Carson Wentz. Who Watch got San Francisco. Watch out for San Francisco. Things stay healthy. I think they can jump back into the contender if they can add Aaron Rodgers. Hundred. Well, yeah, but, but I don't see him leaving Green Bay. I don't either. But maybe that relationship is you know unrepairable. I, irreparable. I don't give up on Jimmy G yet. I mean, well, if you can get a Rodgers or somebody, yes. But, Absolutely. I mean, he was pretty good two years ago when they made the Super Bowl. But he, he's got problems staying healthy. Yeah. Watch. If they're looking to deal him, watch him end up in New England. Yeah, that'd make a lot of sense. Um, if, if of course, they can add a guy like Aaron Rodgers, uh, who else could even be available? Maybe they can try to sign a Dak Prescott if the Cowboys don't That's the that. thing with this Carson Wentz I keep going back on is everybody's talking about the Bears and the Colts for good reason. There could be a mystery team out there like the Raiders. You never know if they want to get rid of Carr. If they don't think Carr's the guy. I was going to say that it's been rumored that uh, Derek Carr could Atlanta, end up somewhere else. If they want to get rid of Matt Ryan. But, see, I, I would think we would hear some smoke about this. Now, Kirk Cousins' names kind of got brought up to where if he becomes available, uh, San Francisco's San been Francisco a guy, would be a yeah, lot, make a lot of team. sense with his familiar um, – his um, familiarity. With thank you. Kyle I couldn't Shanahan. say the word does that go. I was trying to say you read my mind with Kyle Shanahan from their days in Washington. Yeah. So, I mean, just one more move like this could create a domino effect of, you know, the quarterback carousel, unless like Carson wins ends up in Chicago, then it really doesn't do a whole lot. Who blinks first Texans or Deshaun Watson? I think it's gotta be the Texans. They're telling teams he's not available, but I can't imagine that relationship being repaired enough. They to go could just be them. stubborn, 
hold still, and if Deshaun doesn't play, he loses $21 million. That's a lot of money. Yep. Which be interesting. I, I do kind of have a problem with athletes, especially ones that get their contract extended one year prior and then decide, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. I get ownership uh, issues and, you know, head-to-head battles happen, but I don't really like when athletes can kind of pick and choose where they want to go. You know you know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. Um but they deserve a voice. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, but, they're miserable. But again, you signed a huge contract. You should have show to, up to play, work. Well, show up to work it's and play job. out that contract. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so. I know Houston Texans have been a horribly run organization. They're yes. probably the worst organization in the NFL right now. Or Detroit. Um, without a doubt, or the Detroit Lions. Um, but yeah, uh, it's just, it's, he's, he hasn't created the mess. The Texans have kind of created the mess. Uh, but, do you know there's 12 teams in the NFL who have not won a Super Bowl? 12 teams? I did not know there was that many until today. I know the Lions haven't. Yeah. Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, I got two. <laughs> Titans. Vikings. Titans, Bengals. Bills. Titans. You said Vikings. Yeah. Um, I said Lions. Cardinals. Texans. Cardinals have never won. Yeah, they've never won one. Uh... Falcons. Eagles just won one, didn't they? Falcons. Falcons have never won one. Saints have only won one. Panthers. Tampa Bay's won two. Panthers. What else we got? Anyone else? I've lost track of my head already. <laughs> yeah. It might have been 12. I don't know. Yeah, but interesting. Any other thoughts from Super Bowl? Any commercials you enjoyed? Halftime performance? Commercials were the Fan worst the weekend? ever. Um not a really big fan of that kind of music uh, the weekend. I thought he did an okay job. Um, it was the least I've looked forward to a Super Bowl ever. And it was the least enjoyable Super Bowl I can remember just watching. Had a good time where I was at. Yes. Um, but the, the game just wasn't I, good. I enjoyed it more than the 13-3 Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Um, Browns haven't won one. Yep, that's right. Cur- yep. Courtesy of my mother and yep. my father. I yeah. lost track of my head. Thank you. I knew, knew we were probably forgetting one or if yeah. not two. So, Browns ever played in one? Nope. No. You ever the Lions so. or the Jaguars? No. Or the Texans? Yeah. I feel like everybody else has played in one. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, Yes, I agree. Commercials were pretty blah. I mean, there's a couple I enjoyed. I enjoyed the Shaggy one. That was she a pretty does. funny one. Um, Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that one. There was an Eminem commercial early on that yeah. was pretty funny, too. Oh, yeah. But uh, Jason Alexander one. That was a good one. Was, big, was that Tide? Fan that of, was Tide, right? Tide yeah. Pods, I believe. But uh, halftime performance didn't do anything for me the weekend. Uh-huh. I did not enjoy that. Um he spent seven million dollars of his own money on what? Couldn't really couldn't see figure what, out he, what it was. Yeah, maybe the expensive lights. The lights. I mean, the background was again. We were, we said it, it was supposed to look like a city behind yeah. him. And it kind of it kind of looked like yeah, a graveyard. graveyard. Yeah, uh, which probably isn't great. I, I haven't seen anyone ripping on him for that though. Um, but so this is you're saying it's most likely your least favorite Super Bowl you've ever watched. I would say it's what, up what's there. What's your favorite? Um, hold on one second. I got a few others. Uh, oh, okay. 
the 13 3 was bad. Yeah. That was just um, another boring game, and you're not going to like it with Super Bowl 50. Um, I can't disagree from, uh, I for mean, a looking at neutral a- fan. It was brutal. Um, trying to think what other Super Bowl I really did not enjoy. There have been some, as Tanner w- walks behind us. I forgot we're doing the webcam today. Um, he, um, best Super Bowl. I've ever watched the uh, Cardinals Steelers. I would say was probably the most enjoyable Super Bowl I watched. Um, you had Larry Fitzgerald scoring a long touchdown to give the Cardinals the lead late, and then Big Ben leads them completely back um, down. And Santonio Holmes uh, catches that great catch and gets his toes in um, to win the game. Great throw by Big Ben as well. Can't uh, discredit that. Um, but uh, yeah, I would say uh, Cardinals. Um, Cardinal Steelers, as well as I, I know I hated the outcome, but a great game and one of the best Super Bowls ever was probably uh, Seahawks Patriots. Um, but other than that, I can't really think. There's been some blowouts. I mean, we saw. Um, I, I really enjoyed the Philadelphia Eagles New England Patriots one as well. The second one, I think one that was won. my favorite, aside from Super Bowl Fifty. Yeah, I mean, no one gave the Eagles a shot. No. Backup quarterback. Um, Philly special. The Philly special. Fun. It was it was just a fun game yeah. to watch. Aesthetically pleasing. A lot more so. Another than last one night. I did not like was the Steelers and Packers in 2011. I just didn't like either didn't team. Enjoy that um, one at all. One of the forgettable ones is Steelers Seahawks. I, I I digress. My favorite besides Super Bowl Fifty was Saints over Colts. That was a really good one. Breeze, exciting. Breeze, Breeze got, got the win. He had the onside kick. Um, uh, Hank basket drops. Yep. yep. That was, that was, that was a fun one. Bears Colts was fun too. Just that's because you were a fan of both. Yeah. Um, at the time, or who were you a fan of more? At the I time? was the bears Bears I, at I that was time for the bears. That yeah. was, that was my least favorite Super Bowl to watch just because I hated both teams. Um, hated Rex Grossman. I did too. Uh, didn't mind. I mean, I liked Peyton Manning. I respected him, but I just, I hate Colts fans. I don't hate them as much now, Yeah. but back then when we were in school and they were good all the time, my team was garbage. <laughs> Hated them. Understandable. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Super Bowl. I mean, glad they got it in. Glad they had 23,000 fans there. Looked like a lot more, but that was cardboard cutouts. But it looked, it looked yes. good on TV. Um, there was a streaker. Yes. And I saw it today. I don't know where it went. Um, oh, okay. Here here it is. So this guy met the Super Bowl streaker at Jay Alexander's restaurant while having lunch before leaving Tampa. This guy bet fifty thousand dollars on a prep bet, prop bet at plus seven fifty that there would be a streaker at the Super Bowl. His buddy went out first as a diversion, so he didn't get caught as quickly as his friend. It cost him one thousand to get out of jail, so he cleared three hundred seventy four grand on the bet. Worth it! Wow, <laughs> what a story! <laughs> That's and hilarious. Of course, the telecast didn't show it, but get on Twitter. Look for um, it actually did show it because there there was a wide view. Oh, and you could see him streaking across, and then they cut away real quick. So kind of knew what was Kurt going Warner on. Warner and Kevin Harlan, I believe. It Kevin was. Harlan's phenomenal. Their audio call on the radio on Sirius was hilarious. Yeah, all timer. Ke- Kevin Harlan's done that before because um, he does like ESPN, I think, or I forget. He's a CBS guy, I know, but I want to say he does radio for like Super Bowl, like college football playoff and all that. He does a phenomenal job. Does NCAA tournament as well. One they the might best. have a Westwood one deal or something. Yeah. I think that's, that's exactly. Idea. Yeah. 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 I, th- I think that's actually what he did it on was Westwood one. Um, 
You you ready for some word association, Josh? Yes, sir. Super Bowl week, or it was Super Bowl week's post Super Bowl edition of the Tan J Man Show. So I've got down, I believe it is uh, 14 different Super Beautiful. Bowl slash Hall of Fame related people or topics for you. Okay. All right. The first one, the Super Bowl. Boring. All right, not the not the answer I was expecting because I I was uh, thinking you were going to go more as the Super Bowl in general. What the oh, I was just thinking this year's Super Bowl thing that comes to your mind. So, the city of Tampa Bay, trash. (laughs) I'm sorry. Sorry for anybody that lives in Tampa Bay that might be watching this. Uh, I actually actually like the Tampa area. I just don't like Tampa Bay. Gatorade. Yellow. I like the yellow Gatorade. Like lemon lime. Lemon lime. Lemon lime is a strong yep. flavor. Rob Gronkowski. I can't say what I want to say. Um, player. I thought you were going to say partier. Party. That's kind of what I was getting at, but uh, it, it was a certain number that popped into my head first. That. Uh, All right. I know uh, where you're going. Yeah. Tyrone Matthew. Honey Badger. Bruce Arians. Um old <laughs> I mean, he's one of the oldest he's the second oldest head coach ever to win a super bowl the weekend hair that hair was all over the place buccaneers pirate there you go champs chiefs kermit <laughs> <laughs> i like that one calvin johnson hall of famer he got in on the first ballot charles woodson Greatest quarterback I've ever seen. Corner. Corner. Sound like you said quarter, but he might have corner. said corner. Corner. Yeah. CB. Yeah. John Lynch. Overrated. Knew something like that was coming. Peyton Manning. Second greatest of all time. Zach Thomas. Should be in, but he's not. That's all I got. I, I was so angry. I thought this was the year Zach Thomas is going in. Didn't get in. He's one of just three players that have made five all-pro teams not to be in the Hall of Fame. Patrick Willis is another one. Never heard of the other guy. Zach Thomas should be in. He was one of the greatest linebackers of the 21st century. He continues to get looked over. He was on great defenses, too. Him and Jason Taylor led the NFL in tackles so many years. Complete Just gets looked over because he played Miami. I feel like you know, I know you and I were talking about this yesterday. Miami fans need to gripe more on social sure. media or their representative needs to campaign more for these guys because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the Broncos for years had the least amount for a team that had been around for a long, long time, and now they've got five in the last six years. It's the problem, though. Miami, just complain. Miami's not a football town. No. It's a soccer town, man. Soccer. It's a, it's a beach town. All those – I mean, there's so many – uh, immigrants oh, from Cuba yeah, that live there. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Um, it's turned it like I didn't know they had an MLS team. Maybe I, I don't even know if they have an MLS team, but they've hosted like big soccer yeah. events, and the place is just packed to the yeah. gills. Like almost half a million people just around um, the stadium. It's insane. yeah, it's a winning town. They like the winning team. They like the winning the team. Heat when LeBron there's was just, there, there's so many more things to do sure. in Miami. I mean, you have the beach. Yeah, sure. all, sorry, it's warm all the time. Yep. You don't want to go and watch football. Yep. So. Yeah. So, any closing thoughts? Super Bowl Fifty Five, besides everything we've um, talked about. No. Yep, we got the free agency starting a little over a month, or 
Yeah, about a month from now. I think March 17th. And is then the... um, I'm going to get working on my first mock draft here soon. I hope to release three of those again this year like I did the last two years. Do you guys remember last year Tanner hit on what? Was it 13 of the first 14? I believe I believe it was, yeah, and 16 overall in the first, first round. That's insane. Will not happen this year. I beat some of the experts. <laughs> the funny thing is I studied from about eight different experts and then just shifted a few things around. <laughs> So uh, yeah. we'll see, but I always enjoy it. it. It gives me something to do and something to put on the show and look forward to. Yep. We love NFL draft season. That's fun. I love NFL free agency. Yeah, right, right away, it's like boom, 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 boom. In the wise words of our good friend, Andrew Eiler, the real season, the real season begins the day, the offseason. Off <laughs> you ready for some on this day? I am ready to be educated. Sports <laughs> events that happened on this day on February 8th. Uh, and the first ever NFL draft was ho- hosted on this day, 1936. Jay Berwainer. That's what I thought it was. The University of Chicago was the first pick by the Philadelphia Eagles. Never heard of him. <laughs> on this day, 1945, Paul Brown agreed to coach the new American football expansion team in Cleveland, which would later be named the Cleveland Browns after their coach. It's a legend. On this day, 1960, Boston Celtic Bill Russell became the first NBAer with 50 rebounds. He had 51 in the game. <laughs> on this day, 1963, the AFL's Dallas Texans became known as the Kansas City Chiefs. Huh. Oh, you're going to say Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> on this day, 1975, Pistol Pete Maravich pretty good. scored 47 points as the New Orleans Jazz ended a 28-game NBA road losing streak. <laughs> With a 106-102 win over the Atlanta Hawks. Pretty, pretty good. 28-game road and losing streak. His uh, autobiography is pretty dang good. Learned a lot about him. He's you know, start, that was one book in high school. I think it was like the only sports book that they had in the library that I didn't finish. Really? Got bored halfway through it. It A lot, like the first half was like about his relationship yep. with his dad. and like, get to the LSU. Yep. Yeah, I got bored of that one. I should... Try to go back and finish it someday. I won't, but I should. <laughs> Tanner doesn't know how to read. <laughs> Funny. On this day in 1983, the great one, Wayne Gretzky, set an NHL all-star record of four goals in one period. Huh. Quite a few goals. Are they doing day, an NBA all-star game this year? Yes. They say they're going to, and a lot of players well, are not happy. They got the, the week they have off is they have a date from March 5th through 10th. So rumor has it they're going to do it on Sunday, March 7th. I think that's Why? What's the point? Just name the All-Stars, kind of like they did the yeah. Pro Bowl. I think it's 2K. kind of already in a, in place with the TV agreement, but it just hasn't been announced. Okay. We'll see, though. On this day, 1985, Bruce Morris of Marshall University made a 92-foot, five-and-a-half-inch basketball shot. Huh. That's pretty much Full court. Absolutely full court. Yeah. Is it 93 feet? It is. 94 feet. Wow. It's a long one, though. On this day, 1986, 5'7 guard, Atlanta Hawk guard, Spud Webb, won the NBA slam dunk competition. Spudson. What was his real name? I don't know. Can you tell me who won the Michael. NBA All-Star MVP in the 37th All-Star game on this day in 1987? 87? 
Lair Legend. No. Michael Jordan. Tom Chambers, oh. center of the Seattle Supersonics, as the West beat the East 154 to 149 in overtime. On this day, 1991, Roger Clemens signed a then record $5,380,250 deal with the Red Sox. Five million. Per year. Per year with the Red Sox. Excuse me. I don't know what it was overall. Don't know why this is on here, but on this day, 1994, Jack Nicholson used a golf club to attack a car. (laughs) No idea. Maybe he was an actual mental patient and one flew over the cuckoo's nest. He was also the Joker. Yeah. And Batman. Maybe that made him go crazy. Might have. On this day, 1996, the NFL in Cleveland, in the city of Cleveland, allowed Art Modell to move his NFL franchise to Baltimore, but he had to leave the Browns' name behind. Mm. It was a good 30 for 30 on that. Didn't watch it. You didn't see that one on the city of Cleveland? Uh-uh. That was a good one. Did you watch the one on Al Davis this past week? No, but Can't... I wanted to. Really? Yeah. I'll watch and just laugh the whole time. No. Uh-huh. No, yeah. <laughs> who won the NBA All Star Game MVP on this day in 1998? The 48th one at Mass Square Garden. 98. I'm gonna go with Patrick Ewing, Michael Jordan. That would have been a better guess. The East beat the West 135 to 114. And okay, who was the 2004 Pro Bowl MVP as the NFC beat the AFC 55-52? So I'm giving you as an NFC player. 2004. Yep. Peyton? Mark Bolger. Ah. I even gave you the NFC. Oh, I thought you said AFC beat NFC. NFC beat AFC. Uh. Maybe, I, maybe I read it wrong, but it's, or maybe I said it wrong, but it's NFC beat AFC. All right, I'll make sure I say this one right. Who won the Pro Bowl MVP on 2009 on this day? 2009. NFC beat the AFC NFC 30 to 21. Pro Bowl 2009. 2009. That's crazy. This guy won it. Crazy. What position? Wide receiver. Wide receiver in 2009 for the NFC. I'm going to go with Donald Driver. Good guess. Was he still in the league then? But the good guess. I think he was. Larry Fitzgerald, why I said ah. this is crazy. He played in the Super Bowl in 2009. Must have been after. Yeah, but it was. But yeah. usually you don't see the guys. Right. Want it, but that's yeah. the type of dude Larry Fitzgerald is. Back before they moved it yes. to before. Yeah, but yeah. usually even back then you didn't see guys yeah. who played in Super Bowl go play in Honolulu. But that's Larry Fitz for you. Yeah. So it was more surprising than crazy, I should say. God, is crazy. But what's not surprising or crazy is that the Honest Day segment is brought to you by Performer Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Performer Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print, like Josh is being Vanna White over here, showing off the uh, First Federal Savings Bank water ball. Uh, They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company today and give them a call at 574-210-3815. You can get water bottles. You can get pens. You can get tablecloths. You can get banners. You can get all kinds of stuff. Whatever you need to promote your company or organization, they can take care of your needs. Once again, give them a call at 574-210-3815. We had ourselves another wild week in the Big Ten, didn't we? Another week. And a lot of results that are head scratchers. Yeah. I mean, we had starting Tuesday night, we had uh, the Boilers get upset by the Maryland Terps. Most frustrating, 
the most frustrated I've been after a game all year, including the debacle at Miami in the Big Ten ACC <laughs> wow. Challenge. Ooh, a 19 I just lead. didn't care that one. I'm like, meh. It was time, early, like, too. It's early. Don't know about the season anyways. Yeah. The other night, five-point lead with a minute 32 left. I feel like they need to close one out. But I sometimes also then, when I go back and look at it, well, they won the one in a similar situation at Ohio State. They probably should have lost. Kind of so evens like, it out. Kind of evens yeah. out in the long run. Not but good. still frustrating. They barely got Maryland the first time they played mm-hmm. on Christmas Day. Maryland's just a tough matchup for them for some reason. But box out, you win the game. Yeah. And uh, frustrating. But they get did get the dub on Saturday against Northwestern. Once again, I'm glad it was Northwestern they were playing. They didn't play that good. But uh, it didn't hurt, help that Travion Williams got four fouls. But the freshman stepped up. Jay Nivey had a good week, including career-high 20 points and seven boards against Northwestern. Uh, he got Big Ten freshman week for the second time today and produced sixth time one of their freshmen. So the only one missing is Ethan Morton, but uh, he didn't play at all on Saturday. So uh, he's kind of lost in the mix, especially now that Sasha Stavanovich is back. He didn't do much Saturday, but it's nice to have him back there on the court. Boilers only play once this week, Thursday at Minnesota. I don't like these weeks. They only play once, but uh, it is what it is this year. But, yeah, I uh, would like to get both games instead of a split, but they're still ranked at 24th. In the AP poll, they didn't move anywhere because everybody from, like, 20 to 25 lost. It seems like everyone in the top 10 lost, too. Pretty much. It was a pretty wild week yep. in uh, college basketball. A great game Tuesday night. Illinois went into Indiana and won in overtime by four. Um, Illinois. The refs tried to make them lose. Yeah, it, it was one of the more unwatchable games I've watched in the Big Ten this year and it, basketball as a whole I mean there were combined over 60 foul shots um, they were blowing the whistle it seemed like every possession Illinois had the screws put on them Georgia Bashanishvili fouled out on a play where he didn't even touch the guy uh, Io DeSumo fouls out on a uh, great drive that uh, the guy undercut him and they called a charge they had to play the final Seven and a half minutes without Io DeSumo, that includes overtime. They still found a way to win. Um, Kofi Coburn was awesome. He had 16 points, 10 rebounds. He has, in their 12 Big Ten games, he has 10 double-doubles. He's been an absolute beast this year. Um, shoe in for all Big Ten first team. In my opinion, Illinois should have two guys on there. Uh, he had eight dunks on Saturday against Wisconsin where he ended up with 23 points and 14 rebounds and he got overshadowed by his teammate Io DeSumo who had a triple double. Um he has Kofi 75 dunks in 49 games which is the most in a career for an Illinois player since 2008. Um it was Mike Davis who had 70 career dunks but Kofi's done it in 89 less games. That's in Insane. I mean, they out-rebounded Wisconsin, who for years had just annihilated Illinois. Illinois last year snapped a, I think it was a 15-game losing streak to them. They'd lost 11 in a row in Champaign. Um, and Illinois out-rebounded them 46-19 to on uh, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, they really blew them out. Io DeSumo told his teammates before the game that he was going to get a triple-double, and he went out there and did it, which was pretty cool. Calling a shot um, there. Yeah, he's – I mean, he, he can do that. He's allowed to do that, I guess. But uh, two great wins this week for him. They shot up to number six because, as I said, everyone in front of them seemed like they lost. Um, they're playing really good basketball right now. Unfortunately, because uh, Michigan wants more time to prepare, 
um, because they've been off for a couple weeks. Um, that game on Thursday night has been canceled. That would have been a fun matchup, a top six matchup, top two teams in the Big Ten as far as records. Um, but it got wiped out, so Illinois had to reschedule a game uh, with Nebraska for Friday night. So hopefully they can uh, get that done and keep on. What's Ohio rolling. State's record? Ohio State in the Big Ten, I believe, is – I know they're ranked fourth in the country, but I think they're Illinois nine and three. Um, did Ohio State? Ohio State did not play yesterday. When was the last time Ohio State played? Ohio State's nine and four, so they're just a half game yeah. behind Illinois. And of course, they have right now the tiebreaker. Tie uh, but Illinois does play in Ohio State um, at the end of the year, so they can even that out. Um, Ohio State's rolling, as we said. I mean, they went into Iowa on Thursday night and beat them eighty nine eighty five. Uh, Iowa's really struggling well, for the right last now. five. C.J. Frederick grows out. He's after nine points a game. He is their best three-point shooter, um, but they just haven't played well. Luca Garza had two rebounds yesterday. He had four rebounds against Illinois. Um, I think it's absurd at this point that he's just considered the shoe-in and locked-in place, Big Ten Player of the Year, National Player of the Year. I think it's ridiculous. He has not played that well lately. Um, I don't think he's the best overall player in the Big Ten. I think I would assume it is that. The season ends today. He would be just the third Big Ten player in the first since 2010 to have 20 points per game, six rebounds per game, and over four assists per game in a season um, while playing really good defense as well. Um, But people just keep talking about Garza, and they just haven't played well because they then followed up and lose on on Sunday at Indiana. Um, Their nemesis, their season sweep, their nightmare. Uh, The Hoosiers get a much needed. Uh, win because it didn't surprise me anymore no. when they beat somebody like that though what will surprise me if they can this is, sounds weird if they bounce back and beat northwestern this week because that's yeah. been the archie miller absolutely uh, been the common theme of the mm-hmm. archie miller era lately is knock off somebody you're not supposed to beat then you lose to somebody you should be so. yeah um i know you has a big opportunity this week with northwestern and at ohio state i know most indiana fans hate archie miller or a majority of the smart ones new that I know because um, I don't think he's that good of a basketball coach has great big guys. They play great defense. Their guards are horrendous. Even yesterday, um, Armand Franklin hit the shot to win the game with one second. He had four points or something like that. Yep. Five points on two of 11 shooting. Christian Lander's not very good. Rob Fennessey's completely disappeared. He was really good as a freshman two years ago. He did hit the big shot to put him up yesterday yeah. before uh, yes. Bohannon and- hit the amazing shot to tie the game. Yeah. And uh, fantasy had a great game in Iowa yeah. as well. Um, Al Durham, never been too impressed with Al Durham at all. God, he's even on the team at times. Race Thompson was the guy that guarded Garza a lot of the time in yeah. the second half, and he really shut him down. Trace uh, Jackson Davis gets more calls than anybody in America because he does shoot more free throws than anybody in America. He shoots more free throws, makes more free throws than anyone in the country. Even uh, though I hardly ever see him make back-to-back free throws. Seems like he splits every time he goes to the line. His The one team he's struggled against, and that's because of – Coburn's held him to nine of 31 shooting this year. I wouldn't worry about it. you. Let, let him get his, then stop right. everybody else. Stop everyone else, and you win the game. Yep. Because um, he's going to get 20 and 10, usually. Yep. And that's what I say about Garza, too. He's going to get his. Stop Bohannon. Yep. Stop Wieskamp, which I think Wieskamp's their best. And Bohannon's not the same. Uh, Bohannon's not the same. They injury. need Frederick back in Absolutely the worst Absolutely, they way. do. But Connor, Connor McCaffrey plays way too much. Both of them. Patrick McCaffrey plays way too much. This is classic for in February. We yeah. say it all the time. Every it just year. falls. and. I know I told you before we went on air, if this Iowa team, for whatever reason, doesn't make the Sweet 16, maybe Iowa thinks time for fresh face in there. This um, team's way too talented to at least not make the second week or the second week of the they're tournament. They're way too talented to already have five Big Ten yeah, losses. Yeah, you're right, but 
Uh, Big Ten's beating up on each other. France I mean, teams, Michigan would have more losses if they sure, were playing. Sure. I would think they would have lost um, somewhere in the last two weeks. France teams have never played defense. They yep. have to score. And when you score 67 points or 65 points, you're not going to win a Big Ten game. They just can't win like that. Wisconsin can win like that. Purdue can win like that. Um, even Illinois can win like that. Indiana can win like that. Not Iowa. They, yep. they have to score 75 plus in order to get it. Yep. Want to go through and pick some games? Anything else you want to add? Yeah, I can't think. I mean, I, I got to be admit, when Purdue lost Tuesday night, I didn't watch college basketball until Purdue played on Saturday. That's kind of how I'm same rolling way right now. When Illinois loses, I can't. Past years, I wouldn't, but it's, it's it's hard for me to watch other games without crowds. Without fans. It's, it's yep. really, really hard. Tonight, in about 40 minutes, we have uh, the Nebraska Cornhuskers heading to the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Desperately need a win. Hate this football matchup when they play because <laughs> yeah. I don't like either hate, coach. Hate this coach matchup um, in football. But give me Minnesota pretty easily. Minnesota's 11-point favorites, 4-7 and seven in the Big Ten. They lose this one. They're not going to make the tournament, in my that, opinion. That, that's safe um, Absolute must win for them. Uh, give me the Gophers pretty easily. After that, we have an interesting matchup here. Ohio State travels to College Park. In yeah, Maryland, Maryland finally won a home game over Purdue last week. It's their first home Big Ten win. Um, Mar- did Maryland – did they play earlier this year? Maryland – didn't Maryland – because their road wins were Wisconsin. Illinois. Illinois. And Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. I was thinking they won the They Ohio might State. have played earlier, though. Um, Loss. But give me Ohio State in this one by about 10. Maryland's 10-9, and 4-8 and eight in the Big Ten, but because of all those wins, good wins, they're still like yeah. one of the first four out. So they're still there. If they win this one, uh, they might be on the right side of the bubble for the time being. Ohio State three-point favorites. I think Ohio State goes in there and gets it done. They've uh, been playing some really good basketball, one of the hottest teams in the country right now, up to number four in the country, um, and I think they get her done. Tuesday night, we have the Penn State Nittany Lions at the Michigan State Spot. And this is a tough one because Michigan State a hustle, gritty team that can bomb threes. Michigan State's only – they finally got a win over the weekend against Nebraska, but they didn't look overly impressive doing so. I'm going to take Sparty, though, at home. I agree. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites. Penn State poses some issues, though, because, yep. as you said, they can bomb the three. They're athletic. They beat the crap out of you, play really hard. Uh, Michigan State in a very close one. Wednesday night, we have the IU Hoosiers at the Northwestern Wildcats. Northwestern got Indiana the first time they played, but that was a different Northwestern team than we're seeing now. Northwestern got up to number 19 in the country. They have lost nine straight. Yep, they're back to what we thought they were going to be coming into the season. Indiana, like we mentioned, coming off a big win over Iowa home. Can they Can they replicate it? and get a win against Northwestern, I think they do go over to Evanston and get a much-needed road win. This will be the J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week. I think the theme holds, and Indiana loses. On the road to Northwestern, people will be calling for Archie's head, put it on a chopping block um, if they lose this one. Uh, but I don't know why. I just feel like Northwestern's going to beat them. J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for life, home, Auto, renters, business, workers, comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. He can sell insurance in Ohio, the Buckeye State. Yeah, I kind of feel like Northwestern's going to jump up and upset somebody sooner. I'd rather sooner they I was do say, it Wednesday. You probably hope it's not next week. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Rutgers at Iowa, top 25 matchup here. Iowa somehow only fell seven spots. 
after losing twice. I was surprised to see Kansas finally fall out of the top 25 when we're talking First about time since 2009. Yep. I think my bold prediction is pretty safe of them not winning the regular oh, season. Yeah, it's going to be a big Baylor. 12. Although Baylor's just canceled three more games because of the COVID. They got some, yeah, they've had problems. But uh, give me Iowa at home. I think they bounce back. I don't think they lose their fifth out of the last six games. If Iowa loses this one, it could get ugly there. Uh, but You'd I hate th- to see it. Yeah, you hate to see it. Fran uh, needs to stop being an idiot in his press. That's conference. not going to happen. He's just a jerk. He's not. He's a nice not a guy. nice guy. No. Um, he's mean to the media. He's a yeller and screamer at the officials. He plays the Suns way too much, and the Suns aren't very good. Um, I hope he's at Iowa forever because he's so much fun to hate. And he's so much, it's so much fun to have a villain in the Big Ten. He's kind of it now. They said it was uh, one of the guys that covers IU sets was pretty entertaining hearing what he was saying to his team without a packed arena so Uh you could actually hear it. Uh, Dropping a lot of uh, profanities. Profanity. Give me, uh, I almost said, give me F bombs. (laughs) Give me me Iowa uh, in this one. Wisconsin at Nebraska. Wisconsin needs to bounce back. Yeah, they will. Give me Wisconsin. I agree. I think Wisconsin. I don't know if Nebraska wins another game. I just don't think they're very good. Uh, Purdue at Minnesota Thursday night at oh, 5 Eastern man. time. I, I don't have a good feeling about this one. And, and Purdue beat Minnesota the first time. They're down 13, and then it was their second biggest margin of victory on the season. Uh-huh. Their biggest was against Oakland. But I don't know. I just don't have a good feeling about it. I'm going to take Minnesota in a close one. I hope I'm wrong. I'm going to do you a huge favor, and I'm taking Minnesota as well. Uh, again, Minnesota needs another quality win like this, and I think they get it done. But because I took them, you're probably feeling a lot better. <laughs> I hope so. I hope it's uh, better now. Reverse psychiatry. <laughs> Reverse psychiatry. Illinois at Nebraska at 9 o'clock. Newly Friday added night. game, right? Yes, just an hour ago or so, hour and a half ago. Uh, give me a, give me a line eye if, if, if they lose. I leaking then uh, that'd be bad. Wouldn't, um, wouldn't be good for uh, the J Man stress levels. No, if they lose to this Nebraska team, uh, they deserve to fall out of the top twenty-five. Um, <laughs> fall all the way from six. His Twitter um, will be exploding. I think, I think Illinois wins by double digits. I just they have the eighth most efficient offense in the country, the ninth most efficient defense. They're way too good to lose a, to a team like. If Nebraska. I'm Nebraska, I'm just bombing threes and right. I live and die by the three. Yeah. We're gonna shoot forty-five of them. <laughs> see, see if we can make half. Northwestern at Rutgers. Give me Rutgers. Saturday. Give me Rutgers as well. Indiana at Ohio State. Give me the Buckeyes. Give me the Buckeyes as well. It'd be so Indiana to lose to Northwestern and then follow it up by winning on the road at Ohio State. Just keep State. the roller coaster yeah. of a season of emotions going for their fan base. Upset alert here. Iowa at Michigan State Spartans. I'm just still not confident in this Michigan State team enough to give them two wins for the week, so I'm going to Iowa. Michigan State about got him in Iowa. Yeah, only lost by six. Give me Sparty in this one. Upset alert. Three games on Sunday. Michigan at Wisconsin. If Michigan plays, I'm going Wisconsin, and I know Michigan's the front runner right now in the conference. Haven't played in two weeks. Tough to come back and play your first game. Yeah, give me Wisconsin as well, especially in that arena where it's just different because uh, rims are different. Rims are different. The ball's different. Under Armour the, ball. Um, the hockey rink is underneath the floor, so it's a lot colder in there than it is in any other arena. It's uh, cold state, too. Give, give me Wisconsin. Nebraska at Penn State. I'm sure you'll be tuned into this one. No. Uh, give me the Nittany Lions. Give me Penn State. Does Nebraska play four times this week? I bet that game gets switched. Has to. Because they just added that Friday game. Unless 
Oh my gosh! If they play four games in seven well, days, they moved the Illinois Nebraska game in campaign from February twenty fourth to sometime okay. in March. Well, so maybe I don't Nebraska know. agreed to play. I yeah, mean, maybe they, they haven't. They so, they're getting close to catching up. I'd say making yeah. up all their games. If that's played, give me Penn State. Minnesota at Maryland, a bubble matchup here. I'll go Maryland. I agree. Mar- Maryland. I don't know why. Maryland beat them by hey, fourteen. Yeah, first time. Um. In Minneapolis, I think uh, Maryland gets her done. Battle the M's. Again, any other top 25 matchups real quick that are of note? Uh, Drake finally lost their first game. Valpo killed them after beating Valpo. Yeah. Valpo, you know they played back-to-back days, right? Yeah. uh, Valpo lost by three on Saturday and then then got them yesterday. Whooping them. Uh, Loyola Chicago is ranked 22nd. Yeah, those – that team – yeah, they could make another run. Villanova at Creighton Saturday night. Give me Creighton. Give me Creighton as well. Um, let's see. Remember when San Francisco beat Virginia earlier in the year when Virginia was ranked fourth? Well, you forgot about it. Um, San Francisco's 10 and 8, 4 and 4 in the West Coast Conference. Oh, being Gonzaga. That's where you want to ask me. Number seven, te- oh, crap. Number seven, Texas Tech at number two, Baylor has been postponed. Wow. Friday night, Illinois is the only ranked team playing. Nothing good. Gonzaga's won 13 straight by double. I think digits. they played BYU tonight. Uh, I think That's a good two and a half one. point yeah. favorites. Wonder how good old Matty Harms, how say, many points he'll put Man, up. Baylor's had two really good games wiped out. They were supposed to go to number 12 Oklahoma on Wednesday. Uh, West Virginia at Texas Tech, 14 against seven Tuesday night. Give me Texas Tech. Give me Texas Tech as well. Tonight, Gonzaga at BYU. Might as well pick that one. Give me the Zags by. 17. Yeah, that's fair. They're 10 and a half point favorites. Yeah. As we've said, they Arms won. will have 13 points. Will he be able to score that? I mean, that'd be a career high, it feels like. Nah, he, he's averaging literally about the same he did at Purdue. Yeah. Same man shooting worse. And that's why he wanted to, wanted to leave Purdue to give himself more shooting opportunities, open space. <laughs> yeah. Ready to hear uh, the birdie bogey? Yeah, because really honestly, I something about 20 points, 20 rebounds is all I remember. Since the NBA-ABA merger in 1976, what player has the most 20 points in 20 rebound games? Man. Um, this player has 50 more than number two on the list. Can I have a hint? Played for the... I, oh, I was just going to ask you a okay, question. You can, you can ask that me. was in our lifetime. Yeah, he played in our lifetime, okay. I think. Okay. Actually, you think? Yeah, I'm gonna. Oh, geez. Just real quick. No. Yeah, he's he had to of. There's no way I'm stupid. He did. Did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He. Yeah. He did. Twenty point twenty rebound has fifty more than the guy who's second on the list. Oh, this. I'm really nervous though the way you answered that question. So, um, Kimolajuan. No, mm. he was fifth. He has 45. Dwight Howard, second, with 57. This guy had 107, 20-point, 20 20-rebound 20 games. Moses Malone. Oh, I didn't know he played in our lifetime. He played till 95. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought he was done. That's, that's why I wasn't sure. No, so, yep. Charles Barkley's third. Wasn't even on my radar. Shaq was fourth. Uh, Andre Drummond, sixth. I thought about even Ewing, but then I'm like, I don't know if you grab that many boards. Ewing's not even in the top yeah. 10. Tim Duncan was seven. No. Kevin. Kevin Garnett, eight. Kevin Willis, nine. Kevin Willis? Elvin Hayes, 10. 
Wow, good question. I, I struggle when it comes to NBA. So Mo- uh, Moses Malone had fifty more such games. That's insane to me. I knew he was really good, but yeah, never... that's that's incredible. Yeah, that so. knocks me down one. Knocks him down one. He's now only four up. Yeah, Jay Man's <laughs> catching up. Still in the still in the still under par though. Still early. Still in the par. Yes, sir. Well, that's gonna do it for episode two twenty one of the Tim and Jay Man Show. Thanks for listening. And please hit subscribe if you haven't already, wherever you're listening on the audio platform you're choosing. If you're listening on, audit, on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating and review. It really helps us out. Thanks for watching on the ISC Sports Network. Uh, my dog's thanking everybody for watching. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back same time, same channel next week, live at 630. So have a great week, everybody. Stay healthy, stay safe, and stay safe.